Hi, this is Billy West. Or Stimson J. Cat. Or Lynn Hart. Shut up, you fool! And I'm Dr. Zoidberg. And I'm saying hello with Professor Hubert Farnsworth and your Captain Zap Brannigan. You're listening to Two Broke Geeks. Joy! I'm going to torture with voodoo. Been shot nine times. What? I hope it wasn't on my coat. <laughs> it was a my coat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, boy, we've got a lot to talk about. So we better jump in because this has been like the busiest like week and a half since we last recorded that we've had in a long ass time. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, you know what? Now let's just drop everything. Yep. So this is Two Broke Geeks and I'm Matt. I'm Justin. Where do I even where where do we even begin? Um, hmm. Let's let's talk because we have two episodes, so let's talk about Mandalorians. Oh, okay, sure. We can jump right into the Mandalorian. Let me cross yeah. that off my notes here. I actually took notes for this episode. I was somewhat prepared. Same um, here. Yeah, I don't know why people like this season is getting bashed like and it's getting really low user ratings and stuff like and i'm like i don't get it i like this season so the episode the first episode had the reason why it was getting bashed and is because lizzo and jack black were in it it was and weird like it was really odd and out of place but i don't know i didn't hate it I didn't hate it either. It's like, like I thought it was a weird episode because overall it was just a filler episode until you got to the last like 10 minutes. Mm. And then it's like, Oh, Bo-Katan now has the dark saber. And that's like, they like it. I felt it was a little lazy. Well, people are kind of from what I've been reading anyway, a lot of people feel that way kind of about the whole season where they're like, Oh, there's like Bo-Katan is kind of the new main character and there's no like good through story and yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, okay, well, I don't know. I still think it's been a pretty fun season though. Yeah. I, I, it has, I, I do agree. It probably isn't the strongest season, but I've not bashing it. I thought I've been having fun so far throughout the whole thing and, Mm-hmm. most of my complaints are so are just minor whatever and like i think that it's sure. just weird because that episode literally was lizzo jack black and christopher lloyd like there was a checklist of guest stars they wanted <laughs> it was super odd like it really was and the um even the kind of culture of the play. However, did you read Lizzo's whole thing about how excited she was to be part of Star Wars? No, but I'm sure it was extremely sweet because I love it when people are excited to get into fandoms. It was amazing because she was talking about how she loved Star Wars since she was a little girl and would watch it with her dad. And like she wished her dad could have lived to actually see her be part of Star Wars. And like I was like, oh, man, And like everyone's given her people give Liz like she does not make music for me. She does not. But from what I can tell, she's like just one of the greatest people in the world. (laughs) 
<laughs> like, and people and, give her so much shit. They gave her so much shit for the stupidest reasons, too. And it's mainly because, as stated before, no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans. They really don't. It's crazy. Like, lots of fandoms have people in the fandom that seem to hate the thing they say they love. I don't think anybody hates anything the way star wars fans hate star wars it's it's so incredibly hilarious because the things i've been seeing negative about lizzo range from the people who are just fucking assholes being like she's too fat to be in it and like you guys are just fucking idiots and stupid to like you gotta get trained actors to do this stuff not just like like musicians i'll say this like oh fuck you i'll say this She's not the she was not the strongest actor in the world. Yeah, like I know, but like she wasn't horrible. Like she certainly wasn't a strong actor, but she wasn't horrible. She wasn't uh, what's his name, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, like <laughs> I don't, I you know, she just wanted to be in it because it was what she was like. They came to her and were like, or she went to him and was like, I just want to be in star Wars. And they're like, yeah, we can make that happen. It's the same thing. A couple seasons ago, Stacey Abrams was in star Trek, uh, star Trek discovery. The, the, the politician Stacey Abrams and some people lost their minds. Of course, you know the kinds of people that would lose their minds over a Democrat black woman showing up in a TV show. Um, and I'm like, I think Stacey Abrams just really likes Star Trek and wanted to be on Star Trek. And like, if somebody gave me an opportunity to be in Star Wars or Star Trek, I would say yes. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it I'll tell you what bothered me more. I don't hate Jack Black. I don't. But he was super jar. Like even Chris, he was the most out of place thing I felt like in the Star Wars. Like I didn't even think Lizzo was as out of place as Jack Black. Like he was just, he was just Jack Black. He's Jack Black, and it's really hard to look at this fantasy world. And then have Jack Black be. <laughs> and again, I don't hate Jack Black. I think he's a pretty entertaining guy. He just it, didn't quite belong there. It's just so bizarre. But like, yeah, that whole episode, which like came down to just like, it was just to get Bo-Katan to have the dark saber mm-hmm. while having a B story of Christopher Lloyd has, has activated nano droids to bring uh like, uh, are like uh, droids back to their original like army uh the functions old, the old prequel series uh battle droids yeah which was pretty cool i'm not gonna lie and i was just like you made christopher lloyd the villains yeah yeah well i mean he was the villain in uh who framed roger rabbit yeah which i saw a funny photo the other day where it's like uh, it's Christopher Lloyd in the Mandalorian, and then underneath it is him as Doctor, like Christopher Lloyd as a man in a Delorean. <laughs> Saw that too. That's pretty good. <laughs> I liked that. Um, yeah. This most recent episode, though, Ooh, I thought curious butt, and really like I think this is what people have been missing for the entire season in terms of like looking for the bad guy story. 
with bringing back in Moff Gideon and the building of the uh, um, the First Order uh, yeah. out of the remnants of the Empire. Um, whew, boy, some you know, and uh, of course, I I we lost the big guy with the machine gun. Which that was so sad. I know. I never understood his machine. Like, it's a laser gun. What does he need a belt-fed laser gun for? I didn't quite understand <laughs> that. But it was sad. My, but my, it... Yeah, my question was how, and I never thought of it until this episode, why they all have vibrating knives. That didn't make any sense either. Yeah. <laughs> uh it started out really funny though with uh with Grogu getting IG12's body and being able to drive it around and he can hit just hit buttons now. No. No. No and Pedro Pera, Din Djarin is like, "Okay, come on, you're going to get out of there." No. Okay, no, no I don't yeah, this is not working. You can't for me. eat yes. these. You can't eat these. No. Give it back. No. No. You have to pay for those. No. oh it worked out oh it's so funny but yeah it's such a great episode where you finally you realize that uh moff gideon has been hiding out on the on mandalore yeah Uh, he's been using mandalore as a base yeah and and has been now mining mandal uh beskar for his new for his new crew for the new dark troopers yeah oh so good um Interesting to see uh, kind of halfway stormtroopers because they aren't old Empire stormtroopers, but they aren't all. But they also are not the uh, stormtroopers we see in the First Order in the sequel trilogy. They're kind of between old stormtroopers and new stormtroopers. There's a I, I have to find it again at some point. Uh, there's someone who exp- and this is just part of one of those like. I'm not the super uh I'm not super well adversed in no Star Wars. Um so it's like a whole bunch the it's like uh, it, I forget what they're called but it's like someone's like this is this kind of trooper and yeah, they show up fact, in like um, this thing and I'm just like I don't care. I'm like that's cool. I don't care. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. They are wicked uh, ramping up on Star Wars for the next several years because at Star Wars Celebration in Europe, they announced a whole bunch. Oh, shoot. This is not. Huh. I brought up an article. I thought I was going to talk about them. And that article doesn't actually include the titles of the movies they want to make. <laughs> um. We yeah, don't have they, time for that. <laughs> well, first, I guess, first we'll talk about they showed the trailer for Ahsoka. Which oh. looks so good. Um, I've, I've, I've gone on record saying, and most people know this, and I've mentioned it here many times, I, I got ahsoka out from the Clone Wars and stuff until mm-hmm. her arrival in man and mandal the mandalorian yeah um and i was like okay i can get behind this and then yeah that trailer dropped where you see like thrawn in the back like thrawn's the back and it's thrawn it's, and um uh, 
I want to say Mads Mikkelsen, but that's not correct. It's Mads Mikkelsen's brother. What is this? Mads uh, Lars uh, Mikkelsen. Lars. Yes. Lars Mikkelsen, who was the voice of Grand Admiral Thrawn in in the TV series, is going to be uh, the live action Grand Admiral Thrawn, <laughs> which is fantastic. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. Um, and boy, they've got a lot of. Uh, Here's the movie stuff we're talking about. So they announced uh, Dawn of the Jedi, which is going to be directed by uh, James Mangold, which is really super interesting to me because it's something like, I think he said 25,000 years before the original Star Wars movie, which which I think is super interesting. Uh, The New Republic, which is going to uh, take place after, I guess, I'm trying to look at this um, timeline here. Oh, um, it doesn't say where it's going to take place. Never mind. But that one's going to be directed by Dave Filoni, who has done a lot of Star Wars stuff. And one called New Jedi Order, which is going to star Daisy Ridley as Rey. And everyone's gonna be mad. You're bringing that Ray Skywalker back. She's the worst character. And she, she's not even a Skywalker. She was a Palpatine. She's a Mary Sue character. And we hated her. Get rid of her. She's the worst. Kill her. Fucking Daisy Ridley. Man. She ruined Star Wars. No, I'm excited. Also, on this time, they announced those three as like officially happening. But also on this timeline, they have something called the Old Republic, which uh, if you are a fan of the Knights of the Old Republic games, that's a pretty exciting one. Uh, They have one called the High Republic, which is an ongoing book and comic series. Yep. Uh, They have one here called Fall of the Jedi, which I'm not sure... uh, where that is supposed to take place in the timeline. I assume somewhere around order 66. Um, They have one here called reign of the empire. Age of rebellion, the new Republic, which they already uh, announced as Dave Filoni's film rise of the first order. And then uh, new Jedi order. So, a lot so of Star Wars. Star Wars. Yep, a lot of Star Wars coming down the... Well, Disney does have to kind of do... Um, they said they're slowing down on... Marvel is slowing down on Marvel stuff. And Disney, I guess, needs Lucasfilm to go ahead and fill some of the gap. <laughs> listen, mar- listen, We Marvel's just pussying out and they're going to actually back off and stuff. Where's the Star Wars? <laughs> I'm so glad they are actually backing off of some of, uh, yeah, so glad they're backing off some of that stuff, honestly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we'll see if it actually goes through or not. Um, uh, I mean, considering the fact that we, what, Guardians is out, what, next month? Yeah, Guardians is three or four weeks from today, if I remember correctly. It's like the first week of may so like the fourth or fifth i want to say yeah 
I'm already sick of this damn movie. <laughs> I watched like, a trailer for it the other day, like the most recent trailer. I hadn't seen it yet, and I liked that. It looks fine. I think it's because at the time I saw it, they it's like probably one of the it's one of the few films that I feel like every every uh they made like one sheets of everybody and so it was like a bombardment of of ads yeah like in one day just so many different posters and i'm just like okay cool whatever all right cool i'm excited but calm down now and then having it followed up immediately with immediately dropping the trailer the teaser trailer for the marvels oh let's talk about the teaser trailer for the marvels then i that? think it's going to be it's i will see it at some point but it's definitely not a movie i'm planning to rush to the theater to no same um i think it looks better than the first i've talked a lot about the first one like i the first one is just not a movie for me like i think it's really really on the nose with the girl power which i have no problems with girl power it's just um it's direct in a way that it is aimed at somebody who is not my age and not my gender like somebody much younger and of a different gender which is fine but that makes it a movie not for me um this one I think the reason it looks like a whole hell of a lot of fun is Kamala Khan. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I mean like having the trailer be like uh, having her just take uh, Monica's place in space and be like, Oh my God, you're Nick Fury. Hi, Nick Fury. Is this an Avengers test? And talk about (laughs) And you know, I just talked about how the first, uh captain marvel was not aimed at me because it was aimed at somebody younger than me and not of my gender sometimes if it's i guess it depends on if it's good or not because miss marvel the tv show was a hundred percent not aimed at me and i fucking loved it so that's that's why i'm so conflicted with this movie because i think think it's her though i think it's yeah uh what's her name milani is that how it's pronounced she's amazing and in real life she is such a huge nerd yeah i i yeah i don't see myself really like i see myself seeing i'm conflicted with it because i'm like okay i like i like same deal i was like i loved uh miss marvel i thought it was like such a great show great character Mm -hmm. uh i enjoyed it so i was like seeing her on screen immediately being like are we a team now no we're not a team it's just like like she brings such an energy to it that I'm like, okay, but mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Captain Marvel and Monica Rambeau. I'm still on the fence about same. Like, I liked her in WandaVision, but it's like the whole new wrinkle that they added to this, as far as I know, I don't know if this was like a, a comic thing or not that now all three of their powers are entangled together. So yeah. like they now teleport <laughs> when they use their powers, they switch places. Yeah, that's new. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's Brie Larson's fault or not. I can't quite tell. But nothing they've done with Carol Danvers has made me a fan of Carol Danvers. I don't know if well, that's the writing. I don't know if that's Brie Larson's portrayal. I don't know, but I just don't 
care. I've never like I I I Captain Marvel is a character I've never been hugely invested in, uh, even mm-hmm. in comics. But the way they portrayed her in the films, from what I see, is she's very much a loner. Like it's like no matter what you say, it can't be done. I can do it. So it's like that kind of and plus with the addition of making her first uh outing being in the past where Mm -hmm. it's like this is the scrolls are going to destroy the earth and you're like but you know it's not happening it's like to kind of knocks the air out of it yeah can we talk about scrolls for a second for secret invasion oh yeah yeah you want to talk about this i want to talk about scrolls real bad because the thing in the first captain marvel movie i really did actually really truly love was i loved the subversion of making the scrolls harmless refugees from um just a dead world and running from the quote-unquote good guy like essentially just um making scrolls uh an allegory for uh latin american immigrants right um where like the you know the guys that everybody thought were the good guys were the bad guys kind of like the american government treating latin america anyway i thought that was really amazing and i know a lot of people hated the scrolls being the quote-unquote good guys not being the bad guys and the whole time i was like yeah but there still could be good scrolls like kind of the whole point is don't paint an entire race of people with one brush like that's racism and my biggest problem with a lot of sci-fi is monoculture aliens all the klingons are honor bound warriors all the vulcans are like super serious emotionless science-minded people all the huts in star wars are gangsters like that's not how reality works like and so um now there's gonna be bad scrolls and from what i can tell there was a variety article uh kind of more about after the secret invasion trailer came out kind of about how uh the the character Gralek or Graylick, i i don't know how it's pronounced is the scroll who is mad at ben mendelson's character talos because he's like you've been trying to find us a home for 30 years and you haven't found us a new planet to live on and that's why he's mad because talos is just hiding out on earth among the humans and all i could think was oh my god what if Greylick is like why can't earth be home why do we have to keep pretending to be humans why can't we just live here and be scrolls like and stop changing into humans and i was like that is amazing because if that's what that is that's just an allegory for trans people and they trans people being like why do we have to like put up with living a life not being who and so i'm like getting my hopes up that that's maybe grolic's main problem and i don't it just got me thinking about how i kind of love taking the scrolls and turning them into uh allegories for other things that's all. I, would, I mean, it's such an interesting idea because you're right. You're very right. Like that's mm-hmm. like maybe not when they, especially like not when they were first introduced, but now when you look back on it and stuff, like it makes sense, mm-hmm. like in every way, shape and form. Uh, I, I would like it to be kind of like that. I would mm-hmm. because yeah, because yeah, we're, I'm so done with. Say- 
It didn't yeah. say in the all it said in the article was Grolic is just upset with Talos because Talos has been has taken 30 years to find them a new home and doesn't seem to be actively looking. Yeah. So that's all it said. And all I could think was, what if they just want to live here? And Talos is like, no, like we would have to keep pretending to be people here like humans here and Grolic could be like well why <laughs> like i was like oh god i like this idea and i can't get too attached to it i need i just need secret invasion out now it looks amazing right it looks so good like it was really cool seeing amelia clark in it like mm-hmm. like all the snippets and then like julia louise playing, Dreyfus. uh talos's daughter yeah, and then you have like uh, Madam Hydra is showing up in it, so I'm assuming this mm-hmm. is like a lead-in for like the Thunderbolts. Even though I'm yeah. not excited for the Thunderbolts, I'm not either. But what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Ooh, while we're talking trailers and stuff, mm-hmm. the Blue Beetle trailer, dude, that looks like a good time at the movies to me. It does. Like it really. Hmm. It doesn't look like anything like super special or new, except for the, obviously the super special part is he's the first Latin American superhero and that's amazing. But I mean, in terms of like, um, just the story it might tell in term, you know, I don't know what the story is. It doesn't look, but it, it is amazing also because blue beetle, I don't know a lot about blue beetle. I, I know that the scarab is alien and I know it does some of the things you see it doing in that trailer. And that's about all I know. Yeah. And it looks like in, from the trailer, it looks like there's other scarabs mm-hmm. uh, as well. Cause like, uh, like, it, yeah, I don't have super amount of knowledge of blue beetle except for mm-hmm. young justice. Yeah. Uh, so there's Same. definitely like, yeah, there's like a couple of other scarabs that are in this apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the, I, I, it looks like a lot of fun. And I said, I think I told you already, like the, the one downside it, well, it's not really a downside. It's just the way it feels. And it feels very Shazammy, um, in terms of style. And that's not a bad thing. Um, Um, it does look a little silly and a little bit. Which is fine. I'm fine with that as long as it's not like too goofy. Yeah. Um, and it's it's not super duper expensive, which I think is also important because one of the things that I think when I say it doesn't look like it's doing anything big or special, um, I guess it me what I meant was mostly like it's a small movie. It's not like a huge budgeted movie, but I also think like the superhero movie world needs smaller budgeted movies or else they're going to die out faster because studios can't keep pumping $200 million into every superhero movie, (laughs) you know? So I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. It looks, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely, check it out in theaters at some point maybe yeah i'll tell you another trailer that did get me wicked excited though indiana jones in the dial of destiny oh i didn't watch that one (gasps) it looks uh, now here's the thing i am 
a huge Indiana Jones fan. In fact, I will go to bat for even Crystal Skull. I don't think Crystal Skull is as bad as its reputation. Like, it's certainly not the best Indiana Jones movie, but I don't think it's as bad as its reputation. Uh, However, I also was very skeptical of 70-year-old Harrison Ford being (laughs) Indiana Jones again, and this trailer just wiped it away. I went, oh, yeah, I'm just really happy to see Indiana Jones. Uh, And it looks like they're putting a lot of uh, the action and stuff on uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, uh, Helena Shaw, who is Indiana Jones's goddaughter in this film. Uh, I really like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, so I'm also looking forward to that. Um, And it's got uh, the other McKelson brother in it, Mads, as the villain. Uh, So it's all good. And the... Man, they've got the de-aging thing down because there's some flashbacks into this movie from Indiana Jones back during World War II in his younger days. He looks fucking great. (laughs) Like I'm like, Jesus Christ. Watch that. Yeah, it looks great. The de-aging thing is almost scary good at this point. I was like, that just is Harrison Ford friggin from the 80s that's harrison ford 30 some odd years ago <laughs> they could have yeah, filmed it yeah. then and saved it uh I, I i haven't watched that trailer but i've been seeing all the ads for the new hasbro toy lines for indiana jones they've been mm-hmm. doing like uh there's antonio a banderas is in this movie i didn't even see him in the trailer how do you not put antonio banderas in the trailer <laughs> Uh, Keep going. A, Sorry, I interrupted yeah, you. Yeah, I was just saying, there's a build a figure set where I guess it builds the idol, the <sighs> the uh, sacrifice idol from Temple yes, of Doom. It does. <laughs> I uh, there's too many good toys coming out. For, yeah, I was gonna say. First of all, you spent way too much damn money on all the Batman Flash, the Flashpoint figures. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, and I did. The worst I didn't part realize is... how much you spent. Until I was looking up the Batwing. <laughs> it's actually a, it, it's terrible. Like I shouldn't have, <laughs> like I, I, I just got so excited. And then I realized like I could still cancel my pre-order technically. I'm not going to. It's so fucking big though. It's massive. Did you see the video of Yeah. Paul? It's so big. Why did I buy that? <laughs> Oh, Leanne's good. You and Leanne are gonna have an argument over that one. We might. I don't know. It's so (laughs) big, dude. I can't believe it's that big. Like, why did I do that? I'm not gonna cancel it. I'm gonna keep it. Yeah, you'll just have to find a place. I told you, just get a bunch of fish. I could hang it right. Not that anybody can see it, but I'm gonna point. I could hang it right about here, right behind my head, where I am right now, (laughs) and it could just hang down into the picture, so you could see it every time we podcasted. (laughs) And then, and then every once in a while, I put like a little voice thing on it or a voice detection thing, so it starts playing like the Batman theme song. Yeah, that would be awesome. Um, but also today I saw in Toy News International that there might be some other ones coming out, like an actual, because uh, they uh, McFarlane obviously did the uh, new Michael Keaton Batman from The Flash, but uh, might be doing an 89 version of The Flash 
and uh, a couple other things that now I can't remember. And I was like, God damn it, Todd, stop making cool I'm toys. saving money. I'm trying to save money. I don't have time for this. <laughs> I know. That's exactly it. No, I really do. Like I was thinking about it today and like, ah, I'm, I'm going to say this and that, but like it probably won't pan out, but I, I do almost feel like I'm at the end of my toy collecting simply from a, like, where do I put them standpoint? Like, right. I'm really pretty close to being like, man, I really love toy collecting, but it might be getting pretty close to the end simply because I can only put them so many places. Uh, it's like, until you have another place, like, like right like i'd have to have right (laughs) so i'm like i might be getting kind of done i don't know we'll say that yeah it's well it's okay because i was i'm saying that myself with like funko pops and stuff lately yeah i'm just like i don't like i haven't seen any lately that have been coming out and Mm -hmm. i and like i almost picked up a composite batman superman the other day and i was like you know Mm -hmm. what do i really need this no i don't like i like them like i enjoy looking at them and everything but i'm like "Ah, i kind of don't have the space anymore so i might just be done i don't know anyway let's see what what else is on mine what else is on your notes i got the penguin trailer (gasps) holy shit that was awesome (laughs) oh i can't wait I can't get over how much Colin Farrell just doesn't look at all like Colin Farrell in that makeup, but also that makeup looks like he is a not in makeup at all. Like he's just a person that looks like that. Not only that, like, although, although it is in Matt Reeves, Batman universe, and it's Mm -hmm. just called the penguin, which for any other series going forward, I hope they stick to that kind of monikers. Like Mm -hmm. if there's like, if there's like a, uh, like uh like the like the two face or something like that yeah. mm-hmm. like the clay the clay face just keep those kind of markers but because it's also on what is now going to be the max or just max just max which is the dumbest i you know what i don't have anything to say about that it's just dumb anyway. That's, i just need to slip that in there somehow well but yeah. Also, yeah but it also because it's going to be on there it also gives it a kind of a different feel from Matt Reeves um, in terms of like stylized, like it's, because it's made for TV versus film. What a, yeah, but boy, you want to talk about like a great looking crime show. Yeah. Like, and it almost was a full, it, cause it was just a now in production. It wasn't even like a trailer, but like a yeah. lot of the, there was one clip in that whole thing where i saw a boom mic and it didn't look like a finished product the rest yeah. of that looked like finished product to me it like, looked fantastic. like even the even the behind the scenes where it's just colin farrell in costume walking mm-hmm. around the set and you're like no this is real life <laughs> this isn't this isn't just in this is done i need yeah. it now <laughs> yeah i really do. and it's not till next year which is a bummer yeah but, bastards i know but uh you know i'll have to wait that long you know what's not till next year it's like less than a month from the time we're recording this the muppets mayhem i cannot stress how excited i am to see a oh show about God. electric mayhem <laughs> dude and shot 
like a like a music documentary kind of deal. Yeah. With like the opening where it's Tommy Lee, like um, was it Tommy Lee? Yeah, that's Tommy yeah, Lee. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, yeah, the t- Electric Mayhem. They're, they're the reason I have this. Like, they put I, this tattoo second, on me. For some reason, I second guessed myself. I was like, wait, was it Tommy Lee or Nikki Six? No, it was Tommy Lee. He's like, yeah, yeah they put this tattoo on me. You know, it's just mayhem. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but then it's got like um, a lot of the music people I didn't recognize. I did, of course, obviously recognize Dead Mouse, which was pretty dang funny. Yeah, Dead Mouse, Tiesto, Weird Al. Weird Al um, was fantastically funny to see. Uh, yeah. Kev Smith is apparently the documentarian. <laughs> yeah, this is the camera. Whatever you do, don't look at the camera. And go. And everyone looks at the camera. <laughs> I loved uh, the... Well, they seem happy about it. They're happy about everything. <laughs> Guys, look, I have a fork. Yay! <laughs> Good on you, man. Good on you, man. It just, <laughs> boy, it just looks like old school Muppet fun. Yeah. <laughs> to me. Uh, yeah, it just like, yeah. And there's like, it's so uh, many. We, like, we kind of got lost in yeah. the 80s. <laughs> yes. Uh, animal trying, like, oh, I guess animal's going to lay down a drum beat on the drum pad. Boop. We got it. What? <laughs> w- he's looking at that great big h w yeah good job animal <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun oh and that's coming out may 10th yeah um and uh they also i don't know did you see because we were talking about max we're kind of going back and forth between news yeah and, uh but did you see they're making a uh conjuring series for max i did see that um it depends how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I can't remember. I Did you the, like the third one? No, I hated it. Yeah. Okay. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember we our whole discussion. I it was just like it didn't feel like a Conjuring film. I thought that's what it was, but I couldn't quite remember because it's been a bit. Yeah. So it really just depends how they ter- how how they make this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's. All right, I need, we good, need to though. talk about this. Yeah, we need to also talk about this since we're talking about series. The fucking Harry Potter, uh, ten year like max like project. I don't know how to feel about this project, honestly. Uh, I, I don't like. I've I've read the Harry Potter books. I've seen the movies. Mm-hmm. I've kind of been done with it. Like. It was a good yeah. time. I know there's a huge fan base, but especially uh, yeah. after lately with everything with J.K. Rowling, I have this a, is a J.K. Rowling project. Mm-hmm. I have a big problem with her getting more financial support. Not that she needs more financial support. She has more money than God. Um, and also, it just seems... I know a lot of fans are like, well, now they can do the books even better, but it's like... Yeah, but like, the series of movies hasn't even faded from public consciousness. They play them on TV all the time. Like the theme parks like are celebration based times entirely on the, they're not based on the theme park. Isn't based on the books, man. It's based on those movies. Like, yeah, the last one was 2011. It still seems like not, it 
still doesn't seem like long enough, which is weird to say considering stuff gets rebooted like all the time now. But for that particular series, it's like, I don't think people have, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird project. It's because, because it's such a fandom that you're right. The last movie, the la- uh, although the last movie is 2011 or, uh, but be- after that, you still have, it never faded from fans eyes because you had the fantastic Beast series. You have the Harry Potter video game. <laughs> yeah. But that fantastic Beast series didn't do super well, which I think was part of, I think is part of this series happening because if you go by the reports of it being this whole series is like, it is a 10 year deal of each season, each book gets a season. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming they're including the fantastic beasts in this whole thing. No, the, the, it would take 10 years to film because there's seven books in the series so yeah it with with filming and everything it would take 10 years to put out seven seasons of television i think uh, plus just think of the fan backlash in general because all like say what you want about the movies like the cast like became iconic from this show so the yes. new people kind of Dan- come in. Daniel Radcliffe has not done another major project. He doesn't have to. He you know, he's financially set, so he does projects that interest him artistically and they're all small. Like to most of the public, Daniel Radcliffe's just Harry Potter. Yeah. And Rupert Grint has done a couple uh I've seen him recently. He was Ron. I've seen him recently. He was in Cabinet of Curiosities for one. Yep. And he's in this show Leanne and I were watching on Apple TV Plus called uh, uh, Servant. And he's really good in that. But he's still, again, those are small things. To most people, he's Ron Weasley. And Emma Watson, I don't know what the hell she's done since Harry Potter. She... Like Isn't I think she like she, an activist now. Like she yeah, left I acting think she, to go do that. Yeah, like, I think she switched stuff. careers entirely. Yeah. So like, it's not like she's like it's we. It's just weird, man. Like, yeah. and Alan Rickman. I mean, he's dead, but like, <laughs> how are you gonna get anybody to be Snape after Alan it's, Rickman? Yeah, it's just such a like. like I, I feel bad for yeah. the actor. Like, yeah, who, like. How do you I feel bad for all Alan? these actors that are gonna have to follow this? That's true, but following Alan Rickman. Yeah. And following Maggie Smith, who was um uh Magana. Maggie Smith is a fantastic, amazing. How do you follow Maggie Smith? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's insane. Like it's insane to me that they're going this route, but whatever, I guess. It's yeah, whatever. I guess I don't. It's a weird. It's been a long time since I've looked at a project and been like, "That's odd." To it's just odd. I don't. I don't know. It's odd. Have you have you watched the trailer for the new Superman animated series? Yeah, it's like what five seconds or something like that. It's really something short. like that. My adventure. It looks like Superman. fun though. It looks like it's going to be a good time. Like yeah. I'm interested in it for sure. Um, um, I don't know a hundred percent why 
it, you know what else is weird to me? And we can talk about an, a series that is coming back and it's coming to max is tiny tune adventures. Yeah. I was, I'm uh, super, I'm super excited, but it's odd. It's weird. I got to stop saying odd. It's, it's strange <laughs> that max had, uh, both the Cape crusader and my adventures with Superman lined up and then sent them off to be uh, the Cape Crusader. Batman, the Cape Crusader was sold to Amazon and yep. my adventure. It, it seemed like they didn't want to do anything with, and maybe that was before they got bought by AT&T. I don't know, like, or not AT&T. Who the hell bought them? Discovery. Or That's disco- yeah, Discovery. Maybe it was yeah, before yeah. they got bought. I can't remember the timeline now, but it's like they sent away two series that were animated and then we're like, okay, but now we're going to do Tiny Toon, which is fine. They can do Tiny Toon Adventures. I like that. Fucking right they can. Like, I saw that yesterday. Like, I was like the most exciting text to send. You're like, Tiny Toons! Yes, Tiny Toons. Um, oh, yeah. And then they announced the voice cast for uh, Cre- for James Gunn's Creature Commandos. Oh, I'm glad you wrote that down. I, for- I almost forgot about that. Not only did I write it down, I have the cast. I know um, David Harbour is Frankenstein, and that Frank Grillo is uh, Rick, Flag Rick Flag Senior. Senior. That's all I remember. Yeah. And Sean Gunn and then, is Weasel. And he's also he's also GI Robot. Hey, not a character I'm familiar with, yeah. but I'll become familiar uh, with him. Then uh, Zoe Chow, I think that's how her name's pronounced, is Nina Mazursky. I don't know. Who, it's an I don't alien know who character, the, like a fish alien. Okay. Let me see if I recognize uh, Zoe Chow. I don't recognize uh, her. Okay. Keep going. Alan Tudyk is <gasps> Dr. Phosphorus. Yes. Alan Tudyk. It's hard to yeah. go wrong with him. And Indar- Indira Varma as the bride. So that's got to be Frankenstein's bride then. Yes. Okay. It this is a, this is an out of the box project that I'm actually pretty excited about, honestly. I'm gonna say something a little weird, but I know I've told you, and I know most people have heard me say this before. I don't, I don't care for David Harbor that much. So, like, he's he's fine. Like, I think he'll yeah. make a, I think he'll make a decent Frankenstein. I think he'll be, yeah, I think he'll be fine. But it's like, I don't know. After the last couple things that I. Like after seeing him in like Stranger Things, which is good, like he's a good, uh, he's good in that. But then, um, watching him in like the Black Widow movie and his Red Guardian character, and then I never mm-hmm. saw the Netflix film, uh, We Have a Ghost or whatever. Where he plays, I didn't see uh, it either. No, I've heard terrible things about it. Yeah. So I was just like, yeah. And I just watching the trailer, I was just like, you know, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Not for me, but I, yeah, but creature commandos, I'm super stoked about. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks like it'll be a very interesting project, and those will all be the same actors that play those characters when they pop up in live action. Yeah, so, which is so well, I, except for yeah, Sean Gunn will pull double duty on mocap, I guess, because GI Robot and Weasel will um, unless they do unless they pull a um what they did with Doom Patrol. And they, like mm. give him an actual body, and then only motion capture someone else motion captures Weasel, mm. yeah, or vice versa. Since and since uh, Gun did motion capture for Weasel anyway, 
Yeah, because that's not Brendan Fraser in the robot man suit. And it's also not um the actor that plays Larry. I can't think of his name right now, but he's not in the yeah, he's not under the, he's bandages. Not under the bandages. He's just yeah. voice acting. So oh man, that reminds me. So I read the new Unstoppable uh Doom Patrol comic. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. It's a lot I've of still, fun. I've still never read a Doom Patrol book. I've got to. Well, this one you don't need to know much going in, except for uh, uh, it, that uh, Crazy Jane is the new chief. Oh, cool. Uh, and she has a brand new persona who is fucking terrifying. <laughs> oh, cool. She's called Shy, and she's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new character that's kind of like a beast it's called beast child i think it's like an alien beast boy hybrid thing okay um but basically it's like takes place in this new their their new revamped dc universe i've been hearing some weird shit out of the batman book but we can talk about that later i haven't Um, read anything batman related i haven't either but i heard some weird shit like tim a version of tim drake as Batman comes back from the future and he's like messed up and it's ah, there's like another Dick Grayson in the cowl thing going on. And I'm like, I don't have any interest. Like you want fucking weird. (laughs) So Hmm. this past week, uh, there's been a Spider-Man series uh, called, Spider-Man end of the Spider-Verse or something along those lines. Like it's a, it's a, it's leading into the next big Spider-Man thing. Okay. Well, that's what, that's another thing we didn't talk about was the Spider-Verse two trailer, but keep going. Oh yeah. So the Spider-Verse stuff is like happening. There's these characters called the Weavers or I don't know. Basically this past week in, in issue seven, everyone was going insane because mm-hmm. a brand new Spider-Man was introduced called spider boy that is a terrible design i saw it i but i am now going to tell you about this character because we read it at work and we were laughing our asses off at how fucking stupid this is because people are buying this book for the sole purpose of reselling it for however much money it can make before it gets turned to a movie or whatever so there's a there's these characters that are called like the weavers or something they're like wasp based villains that they stab spider-man and they disintegrate and turn into webbing and are forgotten about that's been the premise of this whole series which i'm like premise wise not a bad idea cool whatever okay but apparently there's this ability by someone in the group they stab wait hold on they stab spider-man you said end of the spider so this is taking place in like in the spider verse it is the spider verse i i i this is from what i understand it's the it's in the spider verse but it takes place on earth 616 because it's like okay. everyone's conjugating there okay now um, i follow you okay. so so this is like the end of it so all the spider-men are coming back because someone has like the ability to bring back these like forgotten spider-men uh or spider people i should say and so all these spider people are coming back and they're all ones that have already been integrated. Like they're not new ones like Jessica Drew. Um, I guess Spider-Man Noir was dead for a brief moment. Mm-hmm. And the last one to come through 
is spider boy and all the spider-man looking at him like who are you we don't know you and he's like i'm spider boy i'm spider-man's uh sidekick i've been and they're like we none of us remember you he's like no don't you remember we've been on like thousands millions of adventures and done all this stuff and he is from earth 616 he has been he, the he's character has brand... existed before right no he hasn't this is his first appearance oh god so it's like they gaslit the entire audience so spider boy is in this comic for two panels or three panels uh-huh. the first panel is him arriving and saying don't you it's like it's me spider boy and everyone's like we don't know you like and he goes you know what forget you i'm out of here and just swings away that's super weird there's two oh they they need to cut back there's two goddamn many spider-man right now spider characters in general yeah the spite i love spider-man but there's just so fucking many i love the spider verse like that spider verse movie looks great but you can't oh my god i can't wait you can't have them all around all the time like having all those spider-men from different multiverses meet that's an event. That's not like let's have 70. The only character that there should be multiples of is the Green Lantern Corps and the Nova yeah. Corps because those are like space cops. They're a force. They're not like one super. Uh, it, it's it's welcome it's to Grandpa Corner. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of the Spider across the Spider Verse movie, mm-hmm. I love the little bit where they actually mentioned spider-man far from uh no way home yep that's pretty great fuck yeah uh i know uh it looks like maybe miguel is the villain of this movie which is interesting Uh, it looks like Um, it's miles versus the other spider-man yeah well it's very specifically miguel looks like like the kind of not good guy here um I like it. Just, I, I'm excited. I think it looks fun. I love the first one. It's it's a great comic book movie. This one will probably be a great comic book movie. I just think they need to pull back on the number of spider characters that there are. I, it's it's insane, like right now, because it's like multiverse stuff for some reason is still an ongoing thing. Because mm-hmm. I think I told you already, but Marvel's bringing back the Ultimate Universe. Like, is going to be a thing? What? Yeah. The summer or fall, the Ultimates are coming back. So are they putting Miles back into the Ultimate Universe? I do not know. The only Ultimate Universe stuff I ever read was Ultimate Spider-Man. I heard that uh, the Ultimates was not a great book. And uh, I think there was also Ultimate X-Men, which didn't interest me just because I'm not a big X-Men fan. For I I there's like they haven't posted any photos. There's just like the photo of like the cover for the first one that just says like the like and the ultimates are returning or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like all the ult- ultimate versions. Because the ultimates, the book, the ultimates was just they weren't called the Avengers in that universe. Yeah. They were called the ultimates. Um, and I heard that book was bad, but um, it's yeah. I love. Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, still one of my favorite comic book runs of all time. What a great, great comic book run. No the, kidding. No joke. 
what I really want out of a cr- across the Spider Verse, and I talked about this at work the other day, is I really just want a prominent Spider Man to be Spider's Man. I want him. Yeah, it's this. It's the sense. Spiders, it's the group man? of. Sorry, Spiders I made a man. face and nobody could yeah. hear my face. <laughs> Spiders man. It's a group of spiders in a Spider-Man suit. Oh, so like million ants from Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's million. Yeah. <laughs> Spiders man. Did you see they're having a Rick and Morty anime series? Yeah, I saw that. Oh. Um, I saw I almost picked up the other day because I had I'm missing the last two seasons on Blu-ray of Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. And so season six just came out and I was like, I don't know if I want to get this or not. <laughs> I mean, they're all streaming right now. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, um, Mia Goth is going to be in Blade. Mm-hmm. She's going to be in uh, when whatever the hell that movie finally gets off the ground. <laughs> if they cast somebody, it's probably getting underway because uh, until now, the only person that's been in that movie is Mahershala Ali. Well, from what I understand, they originally had like the whole, they had the script like mm-hmm. done, but uh, Mahersha Ali and others voiced, voiced concerns that it didn't feel like a, uh, like a Blade movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so they went back for a bunch of rewrites. Well, um, that's all right. Uh, God, but you got Mia Goth and mm-hmm. sold much like, uh, the they posted the cast for uh, Maxine. Ah, yes. Oh, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So just more Moff Gideon. He's uh, awesome. Ke- I like that. Kevin guy. Bacon. Ah, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon. Uh, uh, Halsey's in it, which I'm like, okay, interesting wow, choice. Okay. Uh, I I had it. I had uh, the list up. Crap, where is it? Uh. Where'd you go? Where'd you go, Cotton Eye? Okay. I can Uh, Google it. I got it. I got it. Once it loads, Mia Goth, Michelle Monaghan, who I'm not familiar with, Mm -hmm. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who I I recognize her from things, but I don't know what things. Hmm. Uh, Lily Collins. Who's Moses Sumney? I don't know. I don't know. It was oh shit! What? Sorry, I saw I saw something else that just got my attention that I didn't realize was a thing. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Moses Sumney was in Creed. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking at these people trying to see if I. Oh, Bobby Cannavale. I recognize oh, yeah, him. Bob, yeah. Juan Carlo, John Carlo Esposito, Kevin Bacon, Elizabeth Debicki. I don't think I recognize her. Oh, I I recognize her from Tenant. She's like huh. the girlfriend. Okay, I didn't see that one. Oh, she's also uh uh the high. The high person for of the uh in Guardians Two. Oh, she's one of the uh, gold people. Yeah, she's the she's Aisha. Okay, that's why I don't recognize her. She's not gold. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that explains that. But the thing I got super excited about while looking it up is there's a mini trailer 
that I'll probably watch for the continent, the continental, which is a three part mm. miniseries based in the John Wick universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw there was a uh, a teaser for that. The same way that there was a trailer that came out today. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it, but there's apparently another Dracula movie coming out called it, uh, the, the, the Last Voyage of the The Last, Vo- last Voyage, voyage. Of the, De- the Demeter. Yeah. Um I I'll watch it, but I saw your comment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and I'm like, it's an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. But I also am kind of done with vampires for a little bit. Like I'm not like, done with vampires. I'm done, not done. I'm well, I shouldn't say I'm done because I really tired. want to see Renfield. I'm pretty tired of the Dracula story, like um, because from what I could tell, the last voyage of the Demeter is literally just dracula the on the boat he takes to get from which is part of the dracula story and i'm like yeah eh. and the only reason i'm more excited about renfield is a is it looks like a comedy and b it's modern day. it's not the same dracula story that yeah. i've seen done quite a bit now <laughs> it's uh, i like i told you i'm mad that no theater around here is playing it i can't at a reasonable so time dumb. yeah it's like i have hour away to seven o'clock one and i'm like no i'm not doing that when i have to work the next day (laughs) Mm -hmm. i still haven't seen super mario but i've been hearing mixed reviews about that i don't know what to think about that either because a lot of the reviews like about i've also heard mixed reviews like it seems like it's not a very good movie but the people that like it like it because it's just all video game references, which seems to uh, me like I might not enjoy it. Yeah, I think I've come to the conclusion for that movie. I'm going to wait. Yeah, which um, is unfortunate because I was actually kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to it, but I think it's gotten to the point now because that's the main thing I've been hearing, too, is that it like Ready Player One. It's mm-hmm. more references than actual story to pan out like it's le- it's runtime. Mm-hmm. I heard it's also a lot like, <laughs> and this probably would go over well with people younger than us. I heard it's also a lot like watch just watching somebody else play a video game. <laughs> ah, like it's almost kids. like a Twitch stream the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah, same. Uh, unfortunately like but yeah um oh i have a show for you to watch okay i think you'll like it um it's on netflix i just finished we uh we finished it a couple days ago it's called beef uh i've seen that on the homepage. yeah it's fun i really like it ali wong and steven yoon Mm -hmm. uh are in it and they're basically that's the whole thing is they start are literally beefing with each other after a road rage incident. Okay. Um, it's, I really liked it. And also right. Ali Wong is hot. Yes, she is. That is yeah. true. Uh, Leanne and I are watching a show. It came out a few years ago now, but we just started watching it and it might even be almost done it. We're watching another show on Netflix called maniac. Uh, yeah. It's Emma stone and Jonah Hill. 
and it's in it's so oh the, i tried watching that and could not get into it oh okay because i'm kind of digging it i think it's pretty good the aesthetic is really weird though because it takes place in the near future but everything looks retro it's like retro futurism yes. where everything that's looks, what bugged me <laughs> it's weird the aesthetic is very very weird like they're watching old tvs and using old computers and like one guy has like floppy disks but it's also set in the future. So the aesthetic is super weird, but the concept is pretty interesting where they, the two main characters, Emma Stone and Jonah Hill, they go in for a drug trial for like this ultra new form of like therapy and erasing traumas and stuff like that. And they go into kind of this virtual world brain space to work out their traumas and they get entangled with each other and yeah. we're only partway through it so i couldn't explain it better than that it's it's interesting it's an interesting concept but you got to get past the strange aesthetic <laughs> yeah i got i remember watching two episodes of that when it came out and i was just like i was having the hardest time with it like mm -hmm. i was like i don't know like i might have to come back to this because i right now i'm not vibing with it I also so much more prefer Jonah Hill as a dramatic actor than a comedic actor. He has done, he's done leaps and bounds to kind of bridge that gap of, of making himself more serious or take like really, more serious roles. I've, I've only seen him in a couple dramatic roles. He's really good in, in this, uh, the maniac that is. And I really liked him in Wolf of Wall Street. Are you didn't you weren't like Kanye West and was like, and and fell in love with him and changed your your views on the Jewish people for Twenty One Jump Street? Boy, oh boy, that is <laughs> Kanye West is all kinds of crazy and terrible. And then I read and that not a gay fish, which he should be. Bitch, are you sure you're not? Bitch, are you sure you're not a hobbit? <laughs> okay, kiss, kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. I watched that episode not that long ago. Bitch, I swear you better tell me. I'm serious right now. You better tell me if you're a hobbit. Tell me if you have it. <laughs> that was a good one. It's so oh, much fun. Um, God, there was something else I was gonna say too, and I'm trying to remember now. Well, uh, I, I, yeah, well, yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm sure there's. Oh, something we forgot about there there probably is because there was a load of stuff this week and it was this we, week and a half it was pretty incredible i know i still guys we're gonna start a patreon or an only fans so we can raise money to get matt a ps5 so mm -hmm. he can play the new star wars game that comes yep. out in a couple weeks i'm gonna admit something didn't finish Did the first you, one are you selling your are you you didn't finish the first one no i need to start it again I don't, yeah. I, I just don't game that much. The problem is I was playing it and then I set it down and I know it's been out for then, years now, but I set it down and I never picked it back up again because I just yeah. don't game all that much. Like, like I, I like gaming, myself, yeah. but uh, one of the biggest problems these days is just um, like games when you turn them on it's like you get involved like you can't the the shutting you, them you off is to, the, yeah you literally have to put aside time to mm -hmm. play it like that's, it has exactly like a it. thing in like, of itself yeah so yeah it's not like what it's not back in the yield days of 
oh, we're going to play some Super Mario Brothers and just do a couple levels. No, mm-hmm. now everything's like, you got to put in like the time. I liked and it while like, I was yeah. playing it. I just didn't finish it. My only complaint uh, for that first game was the collectability factor was bullshit. Because mm-hmm. because all the collectibil- collectability things, for the most part, were different ponchos. Yeah, or they different were. Colors yeah. For, for different colors for BD, BD1 or your ship. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they were the they hit, were just skins. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the the only good one was when you found kyber crystals to change the to change your lightsaber color, mm-hmm. and then when you got dual, when then you got the Darth Maul lightsaber, like dual saber. Yeah, um, and I watched the trailer for this new game, and I hope it doesn't have those like that same thing. But it looks like so much fun. Yeah, it does. It does. I just I need to get back into a space where I set aside some time for gaming because I I got into a space where most of the time I set aside to do things is watch Star Trek. <laughs> See what you got to do is you got to have Star Trek on the background as noise mm-hmm. while playing Star Wars. Yeah. Then pull I, double duty. Yeah, I was going to say I, I need another screen, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I need to tell you about this comic book I picked up on a whim the other day. Okay. Cause oh my god. Okay. <laughs> it's called the Gr- the Great Cock Jew. K O K J U is how it's spelled. Okay. And I'm not gonna read this. I'm not reading the rest of the series. I picked it up on a whim. Um, but it's a series where. They basically take the idea of giant kaiju monster uh-huh. and they were like, what if the giant monster had other needs? And oh, yeah. So the whole first issue is like vulgar. It's full of like it's from Image Comics mm-hmm. uh, for anyone wondering where it's from or where they can find it. Uh-huh. Um, it this monster comes to comes to New York City mm-hmm. and it's like and three pages in it's like it's like and the monster roared but not from the end that you're normally accustomed to it's a splash page of this monster shitting shitting green acid green shit on people and killing them oh my god and then it goes up to a building and fucks it i mean like bane in the very problematic harley quinn valentine's day special except yeah it's exactly like that except you see it like they there's a cutaway and it shows like the building coming down while it's coming and oh you see this giant monster like thorny monster cock with people stuck to it dead and i'm like what the fuck is this K-O-K-J-U, the great cock jew yeah oh my god k-o-k-j-u Everybody go out and find that one for sure. Get this book. It's going to be the next Amazon project and it's going to be worth millions of dollars. I have a copy. So I'm going to start the bid at $500. I just Googled it. It doesn't even come up when I Google it. It is fucking bizarre. K-O-K-J-U. Yeah. It doesn't come up. Hmm. Did I say the great cock Jew or... Yeah. No, the giant cock Jew. Oh, okay. Let me try that. Try that. Because I want to see what the art looks like now. I'm very... 
Oh, there it is. Giant yeah. cock Jew number one. <laughs> Image Comics. Uh, anyone who is interested, it's from the team that did Despicable Deadpool a couple years back. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, all it has. I mean, all it has on Image Comics is the um, cover art, but that's a cool. Oh, movie. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just send you a photo of it. Okay, that's a cool I monster. Own. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, the art is it's a great monster design. Yeah. Um, I might pick up the whole thing when it's uh when it's in trade because I think it's only a three part series. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, man, th- like I'm partially afraid. I was like, man image and the image has just been going nuts with all these things like they just wrapped up yeah here's what it says on images oh yes miniseries premiere the despicable deadpool team reunites to give the world the giant monster attack story that movies and tv are too squeamish to show you this is a tale of woe about a monster with physical needs it needs a restroom it needs food too and most unfortunately it needs sexual satisfaction the only thing standing in its way are the men and women of science we're proudly flying our m rating for violence mild gore sexual situations nudity dudity turds comedy drama and um some very tasteful swearing yeah and yeah it's it's a comic all right okay that's I don't know if I want to read it, but it's a pretty funny concept. I'm not going to lie. I'm Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'll have to grab it and send you the photo because it is like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, image. Good on them. Well, it's just so interesting because like I kind of, that's why I like, like image so much because uh, this past week also, they just wrapped uh, some guys. Uh, they just wrapped up their 8 billion genies comic, mm-hmm. which fantastic book like i cannot recommend that enough but like eight billion genies uh i could stray dogs i hate fairyland uh yep. shirtless bear fighter the yeah. giant cockchew to an extent shirtless like, bear fighter is still one of the greatest titles of a book ever i they just wrapped its second book and it's interesting uh I'm sure it is yeah like i like i i love marvel and dc but i find myself more often than not like using the apps specifically for those. Whereas like I've been picking up a lot of just image books. I just picked one up today, like next to the giant cock chew. I just picked yep. up another book called the, the seasons have teeth, which is about a photographer going from town to town, finding seasons that are giant monsters. So the first issue is about spring. Oh, and it's just, and then last That's week they had a series called, yeah, and then last week there was a series. There's a they started a series called The Neighbors, which is about like this group. Uh, these this images fam- got to get fam- their own app. They really do because honestly, like there's so many fun books. Like uh, I hate this place because I know they X-Files. were files. I know they were available on um, Comicsology. Comicsology for purchase, but I also heard Comicsology kind of shot itself in the foot and made the app yep. pretty crappy. So. I if Image made us it made an app for their stuff, I would be reading so many books. You know what was one of the just, funniest yeah. weird alt book? Did you ever read Battle Pope? No, I never read Battle. I mean, that's Pope. pretty old at this point, Battle Pope. But that was a hell of a weird book. <laughs> There's Image has one that's called Loaded Bible. I think it's done now, but it's 
it's Jesus. It's a clone of Jesus fighting zombie Jesus, or no, vampire Jesus. God, that's so funny. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's just so many. Like, there's this like it, they are. It's so nice to be and refreshing with all their stories, regardless what the content is, because it's never the same. Yep, that's pretty. Yeah, they're doing some weird, fun stuff over there, which is you know good, good. Yeah. <sighs> Well, I think that does it for this week. I believe so. By next cool. week, uh, hopefully, we will have seen Renfield. I hope so. I'm hoping, I hope planning to, to go this Monday. weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I have to stay late. If I wish I could go Sunday, but I have to stay late on wow. Sunday. So mm-hmm. so, and I don't think there's any movie after eight o'clock. Probably not around here. Yeah, probably not. Especially on a Sunday. So it'll be Monday. Yeah. So it'll probably be Monday. Mm. Well, okay. Cool. Later, everyone. Later. The Two Broke Geeks podcast is a production of Two Broke Geeks Entertainment and is part of the Atomic Geekdom Network. If you have not already subscribed wherever you get your podcasts, please do so. It really helps us out. Also, what really helps us out is if you could leave us a review. We really do appreciate it. Find us online on Facebook. Just look for Two Broke Geeks. Find us on Instagram, 2BGPod, and on Twitter, at 2BGPod. Find Atomic Geekdom online at AtomicGeekdom.com or on Twitter, at Atomic Geekdom. Thanks. Oh, it's over. It's over.